the Experience Starting Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Twitty, and you are listening to a new episode. On this episode of the podcast, I'm excited to share my recent conversation with Kate Gomeluk. Kate is a student in our full-time MBA class of 2024, and she is also the VP for International for the Graduate Women in Business Club, or GWIB, as it is known here at the Darden School of Business. In this conversation, Kate and I talk about her background, how she decided to pursue an MBA, what led her to Darden, how she decided to serve on the GWIB Leadership Board, and so much more. I think you're really going to enjoy this conversation. So without further ado, here is my interview with Kate Gomeluk. Kate? Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Brett. Thank you for having me. It's great to have you here. How's everything going? How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. Thank you. Um, the weather outside is amazing. And, you know, overall Q4, is uh, it's been pretty interesting and enjoyable experience. We're done with core, no recruitment anymore, being more flexible and just enjoy the time at Darden. It was really great. Are there any electives that you're really excited about that you're taking right now? Yeah, um, I have four classes now. I'm taking valuations, uh, supply chain, international trading, and negotiations. Um, Really, really enjoy all of them. Oh, that's great. That's great. Well, quarter four is always an exciting time. It's also a beautiful time in Charlottesville, to your point. It's a a really nice weather as of late. Um, So tell us a little bit more about you. Who are you? Uh, What's your background? What did you do before coming to Darden? Sure, absolutely. So I'm originally from Ukraine. I was born and raised in Ukraine. Um, I did my dual master's degree in computer sciences and finance. Post-graduation, I worked um, as an auditor at KPMG for some time, almost for two years. And then I realized that I want to do something uh, more practical, want to do more strategical and operational with operational focus. So I transitioned to consulting. And I joined local consulting boutique back to Ukraine and spent with the company um, seven years. Uh, It was a great experience, did a lot of things. Um, And then in 2018, I moved to the United States together with my husband. He did his MBA. I was working remotely uh, for the Ukrainian company. And then um, when we decided whether we should go back home, it was pandemic. It was 2020. And our plans changed, obviously, and we decided to stay longer in the U.S. And uh, I realized that it's time for me doing something for my career here. So, yeah. Did you always know that you wanted to pursue an MBA? No, no. Before 2020, I was like, okay, it's your journey. I'm going to be with you. I'm here. I can support you. But it was... I was thinking that it's not about me. It's not It's not my story. But then once I got exposure to this environment, uh, I realized that probably um, I can do that as well. And then once we realized, okay, we stay here in the United States, um, I didn't consider any other options, just MBA. Um, so it changed. It was like, flip. <laughs> but yeah. Before 2020, never thought about it. So something about seeing your husband go through the experience, hearing what he was learning about that sparked your interest? Exactly, exactly. And I realized that, uh, you know, I was thinking maybe I'm not ready. I don't need it. I really enjoy my job. Um, It's not necessarily. Um, But those transformations and challenges that he overcame and... um, the result that he had really inspired me. And um, 
yeah, I realized that I have no doubt. I want to, I want to try. How did you learn about Darden? What got you interested in Darden? Uh, obviously, um, case method. It's something that is uh, very unique and everyone knows about um, and associates Darden with case method. And um, for me, it was something, um, you know, I realized that it's going to push me outside of the comfort zone, but I wanted to try. Um, and uh, on the other side, uh, when I talk to people, when I talk to alumni, they uh, were very supportive, open, transparent. Um, that was something that uh, make huge difference. Um, so, yeah. And obviously, when you search for information, when you look up um, on the Internet, high rate, uh, rating is also not takes the not the, play, the last place uh, on a decision making process, but yeah, once you get closer to the school, when you reach out to people, um, then you understand that there are much more other things that are important than rating. And then once I um, made my first visit on grounds, when I went for the first time, I uh, realized that there is no other place I want to be. It's definitely this place. You mentioned that the case method was going to get you out of your comfort zone. Um, what what do you mean by that? Tell us more about that. It's interesting. So um, again, comparing to experience that I saw uh, when my husband did MBA, uh, it was completely different. He could be um, focused, let's say, during recruitment process on recruitment, and he didn't care a lot about academics, and he could be not ready for classes. Um, and uh, for case methods, you need to be involved all the time. There is no chance that you just sit down and just listen, passively listen to what's going on in the class. There is a high risk that you're going to be cold call <laughs> and you want to have an answer, which prepares you to real life. Because, you know, you can be CEO, you can be top manager at the company. And besides your work, life happens. And sometimes you, you may be not ready for the meeting or you don't know all the details, but you cannot afford say, saying something like, I'm not ready, I'm sorry. You need to be always on. You need to know how to answer, how to improvise, how to adapt to the circumstances. And I think that case method prepares you for that um, in the best way. All right, so you come to Jordan. Uh, you're a first-year student. You're learning through the case method. Tell us about the adjustment process to being a graduate business school student. Um, you know, when I'm thinking about it, uh, I think that all, and we discussed it with um, my friends, that all processes at Darden are so accelerated. In three, four, five months, you experience so many things and so many changes. You see transformation of yourself not only from you know um, development of hard skills, but soft skills. Uh, and you see those, those transformations in your peers as well. Uh, from me personally, um, there were a few critical things uh, that I had to adjust. Uh, first of all, as we discussed, is this case method. You need to speak in the class in front of, at the very beginning, 60 strangers, very strange, very strangers. You, you don't know what are those people, who they are. And um, it's way of your comfort zone to speak, to ask questions, even if you think that this question might be 
you know, inappropriate. No, not inappropriate, but when you think that everyone's on track and you don't want to be the person who doesn't know something, but you 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 feel at some points feel comfortable to ask those questions. Um, and then uh, another thing is um, I learned and adjusted in terms of priorities because once you have core and then uh, recruitment starts, you need to combine things that at the first glance, you think that they are not combinable. <laughs> like you can't combine them at all. It's, you, you, you can't do everything together. So uh, trying to find a way how to prioritize things um, was something that I learned how to do and adjust your life in some way. Um, another thing is that I'm here in Charlottesville with my three-year-old son. Uh, and for him, it was uh, also, I can say that a new life because he's a pandemic kid. Um, he never went to daycare before. So I started MBA and never did MBA before he started daycare. Uh, he never did that before. So we, we had a lot of things to adjust together. Um, so to find the way, the way how to balance in a sustainable way, um, MBA and parenting, it was another huge um, area of uh, development adjustments. What do you call it? Um, and probably the last, not least, obviously, is, um, and I think that it's something that is very valuable, um, is just understanding and allowing yourself to be imperfect because of this prioritization and because of combining of so many activities and things. Um, before business school, I used to think that everything needs to be done in a perfect way, 100% outcome, it should be excellent. <laughs> but life shows that it's not necessarily true. Sometimes you need to do 20% and have 80% of outcome, which is more than enough. So um, allowing things to be unperfect, but to be done, is something that I will bring to my life uh, after Darden. Was it hard to make that shift from everything has to be perfect to like, oh my gosh, I can't do that. How do I? How do I find my way through? Yeah, honestly, I yeah. If 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 to be completely honest, it it was really hard. And uh, I need to mention that uh, Darden provides a lot of resources to. Um, to be able to manage that, to adapt. Starting from learning team, when you just say, guys, I'm sorry, I had no time to read that and they cover everything. And next time you do the same for your peers. To just, you know, second year coach, career coach, uh, your peers, second year friends. It's like this community, um, sometimes even just having a conversation with, your friend makes changes, make, makes you feel better. So I think uh, during those moments where it was really hard and I thought, oh no, I can, I can overcome it. those conversations that um, really helped me uh, to, to accommodate and adjust to new reality. Yeah, I think it's important to note that that's something that everybody is dealing with here, right? It's an adjustment for every student. I, I can't tell you how many people have come on the podcast and have talked about this exact shift, this mindset shift. It's a big <laughs> yeah. part of the experience. Yes. And I'm really grateful for that because I think that 
you know, uh, the way how we were teach at school is different what you can apply in real life. And because at Darden for such short period of time, you have so many things from different perspectives, it, 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 it changed your mindset very quickly. It's not easy. It's not like one day process, but I don't know how much time you need to spend on those, to seeing those transformation in real life. It might take years or well, may not happen at all for some people. <laughs> that's a good point. Uh, Darden does have a way of, to your, to your earlier point, accelerating things for people. Um, has your son enjoyed being in Charlottesville? I know three, he's pretty young, but what does he think about his experience thus far? Oh, he um, he enjoys. He um, spends so much time outside, especially now when it's getting warmer. Um, there are so many activities for him to do. Um, and how, likely my mom is here now, so she helps taking care of him. Um, it's, it's a great experience for both of for three of us now. That, that's amazing that you're able to have your mom here with you. Is, is she enjoying Charlottesville? Yes, yes, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's interesting because um, at the very beginning, I remember there was a question uh, when I submitted my application to Darden. There was a question, are you aware of Charlottesville? What do you want to <laughs> explore here? And I started searching, what is the town? Why did, did they ask me this question? And I realized that it's a very small town. Um, with amazing nature and everything. But um, before Charlottesville, I used to live in New York for a couple of years. So um, the transition is, you know, visible. And my husband currently, he is in New York. But uh, when he visits Charlottesville, he is amazed. He doesn't want to go back. So <laughs> that speaks a lot about the um, environment here and about the city overall. Yeah, you have space, uh, you have incredible access to nature, all kinds of outdoor activities. It's just a very lovely place. Lots of great restaurants, too. You have lots of culture, too. So kind of best of all worlds. But the fact that it's a small town, I think it allows you to be much more engaged with the MBA community, exactly. much more, much more involved. And, and speaking of that, you know, one of the things that's fun about this time of year, recording this, uh, as some of our listeners may have noted, in spring, um, it's oftentimes a time of transition from one club board, leadership group to the next. And so are you involved with any clubs as a leader in the upcoming year? Yes, yes. Uh, I, um, I'm i an active member of uh, GWIB. It's a graduate woman, uh, women in business club. And uh, I'm uh, vice president of international um, at this club. I'm very excited about this opportunity, uh, about this position and about this club overall. How did you know that you wanted to serve on the GWIB board? Oh, I knew that from the very beginning, honestly, uh, because prior to Darden, uh, not prior to Darden, but before coming on grounds, uh, I went to Forte Conference, which is a conference for women in business, um, like women from different business schools, from different companies. They gather together, they do networking, they have different um, info sessions, workshops, and um, you know, it was really great experience. Uh, I was very inspired by that. Um, and then I realized what a huge support Darden has for women 
And I, from the very first days, I realized that I want to be part of, of this uh, community. And prior to Darden at my job, I al always um, did a lot of efforts trying to promote women leadership, career progression, uh, form orga organized formal and informal mentorship for women at my previous work. So, um, yeah, because on my own experience, I saw how many difficulties uh, women have. Um, and um, once I moved to the U.S., I realized that it's not only Ukrainian thing. It's like it doesn't matter what is where are you from. Um, we we are very similar. We have <laughs> a lot of strengths, but <laughs> we have some areas that we need support. And I wanted to be part of this community to provide support for. Me. So tell us more about your role. You mentioned your VP for international. So what does that mean? So. Um, um, in, as you know, at Darden, there are uh, a lot of international students and being woman and international woman, it's even more challenging. So as part of my role, I want to be as a, you know, source where women can help them feel not separated or isolated. I want international women feel a part of the community. And I, I don't say that I felt like isolators or something but i think the there should be something done in order to bundle even more women uh from different countries from different backgrounds so um that being said yeah i'm trying to contribute to events um that that we plan uh, for the next year um and bring some of this international perspective to uh, the events i think you're also I, I believe this is correct. You're the Forte Fellow Ambassador. Is that right? Yes. Yes, it's, it's correct. And so that's tell us more um, about that. sure. Absolutely. So uh, as I mentioned before, so my journey started from Forte Conference, where I was extremely inspired by those women who are successful and uh, they combine everything. <laughs> they are successful leaders. They successful in their personal life. Um, so this uh, organization, Forte organization, is a platform, it's a community of women from different industries, from different um, backgrounds, where they can support each other, where they can build networks for their career uh, and for their personal life. So um, they serve, they, they organize different events, workshops, career um, conferences, where women can uh, be connected and uh, build their networks. And yeah, as an ambassador, I'm, I'm gonna represent not only organization, but also people who are involved in all these processes and be kind of the bridge between Darden University and Forte organization. So um, people at Darden, women at Darden, um, have access to all the resources that this organization provides. When you came to Darden, did you know you wanted to be involved in student leadership? Was this something that you figured would be part of your MBA experience? Uh, yes. Um, yes, because, you know, I wanted, I wrote in my essay that I want to boost my leadership skills and I had no clue how to do that. But I remember during the interview, um, someone said like, yeah, it's the really right place to boost your leadership. We have a lot of resources. You will you will figure it out. 
Um, and then I remember when I started talking to people, to second year students who were involved in club activities, I saw how many responsibilities do they have, not only organizing things, but also um, being responsible for some particular aspect of your club activity, of your like stream, work stream is um, a great chance. To, to boost this leadership skills. So I'm very excited. And it's, that's something that they really, really wanted to focus on prior to Darden. And I'm glad, glad, glad that I now have this chance to, to apply, to try. Well, what are you looking forward to in the, the months ahead? We've got, I'm sure, summer internship and got second year uh, coming up. So tell us, um, what, are, what are you looking forward to? You know, I finally want to pause and enjoy every day because as i mentioned it was so fast it was so accelerated it was like a race from day to day you work on prep for your classes then recruitment events and exams and it was so fast this year just fly i i have no idea how how it's possible to be so fast so I want to slow down finally and just enjoy. I enjoy my classes. I try to spend as much time as I can with my friends and um, just to be aware of what's going on, you know. I love that. I mean, first year, you're right. You just don't have a lot of downtime as you're going through core. And I think quarter four, where you are right now, it strikes me as about the first time that people have really been able to take a beat and pause a little bit. I, I pick up on that. When I'm talking to people here on the podcast, it just feels like they've taken a sort of a sigh, a big exhale after going through core and recruitment and all the things that you're navigating through exactly. those first three quarters. Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely right. It's like the first time that you can just look back and um, even the fact that you can choose your electives. It's something that you have freedom and flexibility just to, to pick what is necessary, what is essential for you. Um, it's it's weird though to be not in with your section now <laughs> because we are so bonded. Um, it's literally it's a new experience to be in a classroom with different people. But again, it's a great opportunity to to learn more about people because by that time you just get used to your section, and now you can explore more. Uh, which section were you? I was section A. All right. Well, tell us, um, what did you like about Section A? We've had your section rep here on the podcast. Yes, uh, we had Anika. On, on the podcast. Um, but I wonder, what was your favorite thing about being a member of Section A? Okay, I'm going to say that Section A is the best section. <laughs> um, we talk, you know, I think that um, the unique thing is, besides that we... Uh, overall are the best to <laughs> what professor is saying that um, we are really um, connected. We have, I remember we, we were discussing section norms and, you know, during the, at the very beginning, we didn't know what to expect from each other. So once we figured norms of our section and once we get used to each other, I think that we have a great level of respect to each other. At the same time, we're not afraid to um, 
to stick to your point and to be assertive with your points in the classroom. So that's why I think conversations that we had in our classroom were pretty much unique among sessions. And we don't have those um, high level of competition because some sections are pretty aggressive. I think we are more friendly. Um, that makes us unique. But also this tape, tape um, A personalities, you know, uh, I think that it might be applicable to us since we really um, support each other and think about just the best achievements. I appreciate that. I also, I love how just every section, we've never had someone come on the podcast and say, well, I was in this section, but there's other sections that are better than our section. <laughs> Everybody thinks their section is the best section, which I, I love. That's one of my favorite things about it. Um, if you feel open to it, where, where are you going to be spending your summer? Um, sure. I'm going to New York. Uh, I will join uh, Kearney Consulting Company in New York City this summer. Will it, will it be nice to be back in New York City? Yes and no, because after Charlottesville, I found New York is super crazy, super noisy. Uh, but uh, the fact that um, will not be apart with my husband and my son, so we'll be all together, it makes me feel very good. I'm sure, very I'm sure that'll be nice. And, and New yeah. York in the summer is a magical place. It is a, it's nice to be there. It is, it is, that's true. Well, Kate, I wonder, a uh, word of advice, something that you would encourage our listeners to, to keep in mind as, as they go forth on their own MBA journeys? Well, um, so before Darden, my the, the only advice will be take a rest. <laughs> go to places where you can get energy, all resources, just to feel um, ready to, to this journey. So have rest, talk to your friends, visit places that empower you. And once you hear, um, no, before you hear, also do some reflections. I would recommend to do some reflections and think about your goals. Because once you're at Darden, there are so many things happening at the same time. It's so difficult to uh, not, lost, not lost yourself. So once you define what is important for you, what is the goal for you from this experience, what do you want to get for yourself, then you're ready. So you're rested, you know what you want, and then just go and take it. So much goodness in what you just shared. I mean, once things get started to your point, things move very, very quickly. You won't have a lot of downtime, so enjoy it while you have it. Uh, did you do any things to rest, uh, relax, uh, maybe take a trip or two before the start of school? Um, I couldn't travel, unfortunately, but um, I spent a lot of time on reflection, honestly. I went to, now, I, if anyone wants to go to New York and find a place where you can be on your own with the nature, <laughs> I'm the right person to talk to. Uh, I spent a lot of time on um, just trying to figure out what, what this experience is for me and what I want to get from it. Yeah, how did you get to that? I mean, how did you, how did you go about that work? Because it is so very important to your point. And I think oftentimes when you get to Darwin, there's so much opportunity and you can kind of start feeling like if you haven't done that reflection, you're getting pulled in a lot of different directions. You're following the crowd here, there, and, and that doesn't always feel great to people. So what do you have a, a tip or two about some of the things that worked for you in terms of that reflection? 
Um, so I'm um, I'm practicing yoga and meditation. There is a great platform called uh, 10% Happier. So I listen to a bunch of those um, speaker series wherein uh, people just share how to be present, what practices you need to implement in order to be aware of what you're doing, be mindful about what you're doing. Um, so, yeah, just based on that, I, I just, you know, try to listen to myself. Yeah, that, that's great. There's a there's a book, I think, that goes along with that as well, yes. 10% Happier, which yes. is a really compelling book where uh, the author, who was a television uh, anchor, news uh, personality, yep. basically had a breakdown on the air, so to speak, uh, yes. and realized he was going way too fast and needed to figure out how to just be in the moment. Yes, exactly. It's 100%. Sure. Yeah. Well, Kate, yes. thank you so much for coming on the podcast and uh, for sharing your story. And congratulations on, on your leadership roles um, thank in, you. in the coming year. And I hope you and, and your family continue to enjoy uh, a wonderful spring in Charlottesville. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Thank you. And that was my interview with Kate Gomiluk, a student in our full-time MBA class of 2024. As always, if you have any comments, suggestions, requests, anything you'd like for us to cover here on the podcast, we're all ears. We can be reached at Darden, that's D-A-R-D-E-N, at virginia.edu. Till next time, stay safe, be well, and thanks for listening.